0: we will not be held responsible for any hearing impairments or damage caused to you from excessive exposure to this sound.
1: Hey, CJ, remember that one time?
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, it was fucking epic. You're listening to Remember
1: Remember That that One
0: Time, time, the Inappropriate Storytime Podcast. And these are not your mama's fairy tales.
1: Yes, this is Remember That One Time with your host, Chris.
0: And CJ, literally in a towel.
1: Yes, no judging. She is wearing nothing but a towel because we're classy.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, you know how when you get out of the shower and you just sit on the edge of your bed in your towel, just like having an existential crisis, like, do I really want to get up and get dressed? And do what i need to do or do i just want to sit around in this fuzzy towel and i want to sit around in this fuzzy towel so that's what i'm doing
1: do it because you're an adult and nobody's around to tell you no
0: exactly and i'm drinking so there's that yes
1: drinking in a towel do i crawling on me um today's episode revolves around dreams uh, if we weren't gonna get slapped with like a hefty hefty copyright fine, I would totally start this with Fleetwood Mac's Dreams, cause song is a fucking bop.
0: Yeah, it's fire.
1: Yeah, it is fire. But fired is something we don't want to be. So just pretend and sing it to yourself in your head. How about that?
0: Yeah, maybe you can like insert like a little a little twirly girl with a like black shawl twirling around singing uh, stevie nicks
1: okay i see what you're doing there
0: like, a little animated thing maybe i can figure it out when you do your stuff post-production i don't, know. I don't uh, know how that shit works i don't go behind the scenes i can probably
1: throw up some gold dust
0: yes i love that do it
1: okay done consider it done um So these are a collection of some dreams that we've written down that we've woke up and thought, what in the actual fuck? What, like, did I eat something, like some bad mushrooms? Did I, like, I I don't know. Some sort of like near-death experience. Am I hallucinating? Why are these vivid? And they're always like super, super vivid. I'm a big dreamer. Like almost every night I dream. It's just whether or not I remember it.
0: Yeah, same. It's like that weird, when you first, first wake up, if you say it out loud or write it down,
1: you can
0: remember it, but even if you, like, keep thinking it over and over, the more you wake up, the more you're going to forget. It's, it's the weirdest feeling.
1: Yeah, that's why I always, like, if I have one of these dreams, I roll over and tell my husband immediately, like, you bastard, I can't believe you did this.
0: (laughs) Same, same. Oh, my God. Chris is always like, why the fuck are you always mad at me for what I do in your damn dreams? I'm like, I'm not actually mad at you. That's what you need to understand. I'm not actually mad at you. I'm just saying, real life Chris just needs to take a hint from dream life, Chris. Don't do like he do. Do like you do, you know? (laughs)
1: Because if I catch you doing this, this is just a warning. If I catch you doing this bullshit, this is what's going to happen.
0: I will yeet you the fuck out of this house.
1: Yes. Yeet that hun into the sun. (laughs) Exactly. Well, I will start off. Speaking of her, Chris, uh, I had gotten a text from, and you know how it'll just, it'll say somebody's name and then like the phone number or whatever when you get a text, but it just said someone we went to school with. It didn't have a name. It had an ex- explanation of someone we went to school with and me and Courtney had used our detective work to discover that it was Smitty which is another guy we went obviously went to school with who was yeah in real life uh he's one of the circle of friends that hung around CJ's husband um so yeah we discovered it was Smitty and we set up a date Like, not just, like, a date to hang out or whatever, but, like, a date date, which was weird, but Ethan knew about it, and he was like, hey, it's free dinner, so, you know, go have fun, whatever.
0: So you're married in this dream? Yes. Setting up the date?
1: Yes, I'm married in this dream. I get a text from someone we went to school with that we did some sleuth work and figured out it was Smitty, and we set up a date. And I was worried that sex would be involved and that I needed to shave. Like my legs were in a deplorable state, like five alarm fire. So I needed to shave, but I needed to not be seen shaving because I knew if Ethan saw me shaving, he would know that I was expecting sexy time. So I spent like half of the stream walking around my apartment going to different rooms, avoiding him, and, like, dry shaving super quick in between him following me.
0: Okay, I know you actually do this sometimes in real life, this whole dry shaving thing. Oh, yeah, that's the only way. I've tried it so many times, I cannot.
1: Dude, I will shave my legs on the interstate in my car while I am driving. I literally have done that. I've had truck drivers, like, what the fuck are you doing?
0: I need a whole ass shower.
1: No, I can't do it in the shower. I'm all fucking slippery. I ain't shaving no seal. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that I can't do it. I can't reach shit down there. I have to, like, be on a chair with my leg, like, lifted. It's a whole...
0: Your legs or to shave your hoo-ha?
1: Anything. I mean, I don't have to lift my legs to shave my hoo-ha. That's weird. It's not like I have to, like, bend my head down and get in there. I can, I have access to that, but like getting down towards my ankles, like it's a process that I can't do in the shower because what's going to happen? So the way I am shaped, I have a large head and huge tits, <laughs> and like my legs are small. So if I bend down too fast, I'm like one of those baby dolls with the soft body and the hard head that like flips over. And that's what'll happen, like, if I move too fast, I'm gonna end up doing a fucking somersault in the shower, and I'm gonna kill myself, and I don't want to go to the ER, because I tried to shave my seal legs in the fucking shower.
0: This is, wow. This.
1: And now you know.
0: This is a whole other thing, like...
1: <laughs> Anyways, Anyways, so... So while I'm hopping room to room trying to drive shave quickly and avoiding Ethan so he doesn't think that I'm expecting sexy time, I finally get shaved and I go to CJ's house and there are instructions handwritten on the door on a piece of paper that says cook all the food that's sitting on the counter and don't wake the dude up.
0: This is happening at my house?
1: At your house, yes. Like the house that you currently live in
0: date that you drive yes yes in my residence
1: at at your residence yes and there's like I said a handwritten note on the door that says and I quote cook all the food that is sitting on the counter and don't wake the dude up so
0: being smitty I'm assuming
1: I'm assuming (laughs) that's what I would think well I finished the food and the guy walked out of the room and it was CJ's Chris in his boxers and he like takes one look and he goes, Oh hell yeah. I'm going to eat this bacon and then you're going to get fucked. So like he already had a plan. He knew what was happening. It wasn't like, Oh, you're here. You made me bacon. The next step is to fuck. Apparently it was,
0: that's how usually how he shows his gratitude for bacon. It's it really, <laughs> for him. it
1: really is. I've seen that in action. I mean,
0: uh, I could so see him setting all of this up just to get someone to cook a meal for him. Yeah, totally. The boy will do anything for food. Yes. Seriously.
1: Exactly. And so he was like, so you gonna get fucked. And then my alarm went off. And I just remember waking up with the thought that CJ set this whole thing up to see if I would betray our friendship and to see if Chris would fuck her BFF. Sadly, I woke up before I could get a definitive answer. <laughs> I
0: mean, so, you can always try it in real life, just test it out, see what happens,
1: right? Just, I mean, bacon. show up at your house, <laughs> show up at your house and cook bacon naked,
0: yeah, with your stupid. dry shaved legs,
1: yes, <laughs> see what happens. Get a random text,
0: oh my, yeah, God. stupid. Oh, okay, so I had this one and. I'm thinking that maybe this was around the time I went on my cruise last year. And so I just had cruise ships on the brain. Makes sense. I, um, I had a dream that me and Ben, Ben is one of our good friends.
1: Ben's our big brother.
0: Yeah. For anybody out there that does not know him, we have not been able to convince him to be on the show.
1: Nobody's interrupted fucking twice.
0: Yeah. Several times. Um, So I had a dream that me and Ben lived in an apartment that was inside a cruise ship score. And I came home one day and the cruise ship was half sunk like the Titanic in the Cumberland river downtown. Like just.
1: It probably got eaten by one of those catfish.
0: Probably. It was just like, you know, straight, like straight up, just like butt up in the air. It was sinking. It was going down. And nice. I walked in the door and Ben was sitting on the couch, literally up to his chest in muddy water. And he was like, this is pretty cool, right? And I was like, no, no, look at all of our stuff. Everything's wet. It's <laughs> not good. There's like, fucking, like you said, like a fucking catfish swimming by in our living room. This is not cool. <laughs> but I mean, I could so see Ben doing that in real life. Oh yeah, for like, sure he yeah he would like save all of the important stuff and just like put it up on a high shelf and then yeah just sit there and be like this is so cool
1: <laughs> yeah he'd be fishing
0: yeah for sure
1: yeah so that's fun um, i think the next one is yours too
0: yeah it is <laughs> i remember this one so i had a dream that i was at my ex-boyfriend's funeral and for some reason, I was asked to speak, like, to give the eulogy.
1: Was this the one that you were, like, engaged to, too? Like, the one engaged. from high school it's, Yeah, you I've have been engaged.
0: engaged A lot of times, so <laughs> I'm not sure which one you're talking about. But, no, I was never engaged to this one at any time. Okay. Point. The closest gotcha. we got to that was we went to Zales and looked at rings. but We nice. actually purchased one
1: that's your first date go-to though
0: that was our actually last date
1: (laughs) be like hi my name is cj let's go look at diamonds Mm -hmm.
0: anyways in my earlier days but like the the older i get the more i'm like i just don't like jewelry really like
1: Mm -mm.
0: i just think some women want you know, diamonds, and they want to get, like, a bigger engagement ring for their fifth anniversary, and then an even bigger one for their 10th, and what? I'm like, dude, no. save your fucking money and buy us something cool.
1: Yeah, like, vacation, travel.
0: Yeah, travel, like, buy us an experience. I don't want Bet. a diamond, and, like, shit, I can't, I don't want another engagement ring. You want to know why? Because this one has literally been stuck on my finger for over a year. Yeah, I have not been able to get it off for over a year. So yeah, anyways. That you grow ber- into derailed. them. Yeah, that derailed. So I was at my ex-boyfriend's funeral and I was asked to give the eulogy. Halfway through my speech, he sits up in his coffin, oh, gets out, goes to the front row and takes a seat and he looks, he's like on the edge of his seat, kind of like laying forward with his, you know, and he looks super invested in what I'm saying. And, like, the well, crazy part sure is...
1: That you're not, like, saying bad shit about him.
0: The, yeah, the crazy part is, like, I never stopped talking. Like, I just kept going, like, oh... Like this that was totally... This is just what happens. If the speech is good enough, it can raise the dead. I guess. I mean, if you didn't know that, look it up.
1: And now you know. Now you know. Good times. Uh, see... Because of the COVID thing going around, that infiltrated my dreams recently. Uh, Yeah, this time it was just me and Ethan, and we were vacationing in a hotel room, and we were confined to the hotel because of coronavirus. Like, we went into full lockdown. We weren't allowed out. Well, we got into a huge fight, and I could never remember what the fight was about, but Ethan's first go-to was to cut the front crotch out of my favorite shorts while I was in the shower. So, like, I get out of the shower and I go to put my shorts on, and the front part of the crotch of my shorts had been cut out with scissors. And so I was
0: it was like an effort to like make sure that you did not leave the hotel room. Like, I she guess can't leave if her for is hanging out.
1: Well, I couldn't leave anyway. We're on lockdown. So. I don't know why that was his maneuver for his fight, but as I'm like crying and upset about the crotch of my shorts, he goes and proceeds to flush my cancer medication. I don't know why I have cancer all of a sudden, but I have cancer meds with me and he flushes them down the toilet and tells me to get wrecked. (laughs) <laughs> while he's flushing them so whatever fight we had was so intense that he cut the crotch out of my uh, shorts flushed my cancer meds and told me to get wrecked and then he spent the rest of the dream in the corner of the room like mumbling to himself and ignoring me completely so I did what any normal person would do and I called my mom And she brought me new shorts and backup meds. Not like "come get me" or "call the police" or something. No, I called mom for backups.
0: So the whole world is on lockdown except for your mother. Yes, who can totally. Emergency! I'm bringing cancer meds and shorts with a crotch in them. Yes, because my daughter needs them now.
1: Right now, because she's having a major marital dispute in lockdown hotel. Yeah. It was that's one of them that I woke up like super pissed. Like I checked all of my shorts when I woke up, (laughs) so I was like, "No, bitch!" I checked my bipolar meds, which are totally here. I sat there and counted those, and so I woke up and I'm like, "You motherfucker!" I don't even know what we fought about, but you were totally wrong, and I win.
0: I remember the morning when you woke up and you told me that, and that was the first time I had heard the phrase, get wrecked. And I was I like, this is hilarious. This is, this is my new favorite go-to. Yes. And it has to be
1: spelled R-E-K-T.
0: Yeah. So like next time I'm on the phone with some douchebag insurance company and they tell me something I don't want to hear, I'm just going to be like, get wrecked.
1: Yes. Get wrecked, get bent. It's all fun. I like it. Yes. So still, still slightly salty about my crotch of my shorts and my cancer meds.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, if anything, it just goes to show you that like, even though we're grown, like, are we really grown? Like we're still calling our moms to come like say, Oh yeah. (laughs) When stuff happens. Yeah. It's funny. Actually, my mom was talking about that yesterday. She was like, I don't know what it is about fucking having kids but they have radar and they like just bombard you with text messages when a it's like the most inconvenient time of course i I cannot be responding to your text and b all three of you do it at the same time (laughs) this is why we don't have kids yeah she was like it could be like it could be like three weeks since she's talked to allison or since allison's Mm -hmm. talked to her and then all of a sudden Allison and Chandler and me are all texting her wanting. Um. So she was like, I guess like during all this Corona stuff, she's been doing grandpa's grocery shopping. So she's like in Walmart, she's got a buggy. And she's trying to get like all of hers and dad's groceries and all of Grandpa and Ann's groceries and keep them separated in the buggy. Meanwhile, her phone is just like, Z-Z-Z-Z-Z. and it's like Allison, like, oh my God, I ran out of birth control meds. What do I do? And then Chandler's like, look at this weird mole. Should I go to the doctor? And then I'm like, hey, mom, can I wash white shirts with red socks? Like, she's like, y'all, y'all are grown. Grown. Yeah figure it out yourself
1: when me and Justin used to do that to mom like we would bombard her at the exact same time she would just turn around and be like I'm changing my name and then would walk away she's like I'm not even answering you I don't know who you are
0: like man sucks to be you I can't help you with any of this
1: right (laughs) yeah that's always the go-to is mommy my husband my husband's an asshole and he cut the crotch out of my shorts I need your help help
0: right (laughs) and oh my god speaking of kids never growing up so we went um uh chris's aunt got a new in-ground pool and so we went Mm -hmm. over there last weekend and we were hanging out and everything and she got one of those like big fancy slides like that is like cemented to the thing and it you know it's got like a little curve in it and, I mean, it's fine for adults, but it was really made for kids. Yeah. So, like, the sides of it, it doesn't go up, like, super high. So, Chris is, like, going off of it. And then when he'd go around the curve, he'd be, like, you know. Oh, shit. close to, like, coming out of it. And uh, and then he starts getting brave, and he's, like, trying to go down, like, on his feet, standing up. And, you know, doing, like, the classic, like, don't run by the pool type thing. You're going to slip and bust your head open. and yeah we're 32 years old and I'm like laying there in my float with my eyes closed and I hear Chris's mom go Christopher Paul Shit! and he's got he's standing on the slide and he's got like one of those big massive um rubber ducky floaties and he's gonna like jump into the floaty and then go down the slide and I'm like we're going to the ER I know it
1: yeah and he's gonna break this slide that's, yeah, when they bust out the middle name, you're fucked.
0: Yeah, I was like, dude, you're 32 years old, but you better sit the fuck down. Yes. Because she's going to rip your ass a new one. And
1: sure. then... Um,
0: yeah. Um, I just wrote down, Chris always dreams about zombies, like, every night. Like, wow. I don't, he doesn't remember really anything specific, and I don't remember any anything specific, but he always is just... Like, we'll wake up, like, especially on the weekends, and he'll just be, like, had a dream about zombies. There was a lot of them. They were killing him. Oh. That was supposed to say zombies ate my neighbors? I don't...
1: Okay, I'll edit this out. (laughs) It gives me, like... <laughs> it gives me like a strange Are coming. There we go. That one's a little better. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. The zombies are coming.
1: Zombies are coming.
0: Yeah. pretty accurate.
1: Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll edit that out later.
0: You gotta test uh, out those buttons. See what they do.
1: I know. Well, some of them are labeled something completely wrong. So whatever. Um, let's see another me and Ethan dream. We were detectives for some reason. We were a husband, wife, detective team as one does. So cute. Right. Well, we were sent to this college where for some reason, some idiot had dug up Hitler and (laughs) for some reason, Hitler had been mummified So
0: and was on a college campus.
1: Yes. So they had dug up Hitler, and now his mummy was like moving, and he kept booping the scientist's nose. (laughs) Um, He kept
0: doing what?
1: Boop. He would boop the scientist's nose like with his finger.
0: Oh my god.
1: Yeah. He'd be like,
0: No. Did you watch some wild ass documentary before you went to sleep? No. Some shit.
1: No, I have no idea where this came from. So he kept booping the scientist's nose, but nobody believed the scientist. I mean, if you come up and be like, Hitler's mummy is booping my nose every day, <laughs> they're going to be like, sir, you need to talk to a specialist.
0: Yeah, I'm checking yeah. you up into the loony bin right now.
1: Exactly. So no one believed him. So we were hired to investigate said Hitler booping. And show enough... That mummy kept moving, and when we came to investigate, instead of booping, he was, like, laying flat, but he kept raising his arm and like, the Heil Hitler salute. Oh, my he kept,
0: God. Even in death, he's terrible.
1: I know, right? So, he, yeah, so his mummy kept doing that. It was literally terrifying during the dream. Like, I was scared shitless. I woke up, like, shaking,
0: Did you kill him all over again? Like, what did
1: you do? I have no idea. So I just knew it was really scary then, but kind of hilarious now. But after he kept moving, the next thing that my brain like shifted to was for some reason, there were two other girls with us and we went to leave the college via school bus for some reason. We all started to develop a rash and it was because of mummy hitler like some reason unearthing him had caused a rash to start spreading across the country now this is before coronavirus so maybe there was a little bit of premonition happening i don't know so
0: that makes me think of something i read damn i wish i could remember where it was it was probably on one of the stupid ass facebook pages that i'm on but it was God. Uh, something about this this girl had this weird rash and she went to the doctor and they were like that's a rash that you can only get from fucking dead people and she's like well what the fuck that's impossible because i don't fuck dead people but she was dating a mortician oh it was a bad day for her (laughs) (laughs) yeah and him and the dead people it was a bad day for everybody
1: yeah i'd say so like i don't want to be dead and find out that i'm a home wrecker
0: yeah i I don't remember where i saw that probably tiktok yeah probably tiktok i spend much time on tiktok
1: for now until the u.s bans it so i don't don't know (laughs) We'll see how that goes. Anyways, okay. so yeah, that's that's my story of the nose-booping, nose rash-causing mummy Hitler.
0: That's a lot to process. It is. Um, and I'm just skimming over the next one. Is that mine?
1: It has to be, because it definitely wasn't mine.
0: I don't really remember this. See, this is what happens, like... If this is why we
1: write shit down.
0: Yeah, if you write it down right when you first wake up and you never look at it again until you're sitting here on this podcast ready to read it out loud, you legit don't remember. So Mm -hmm. I'm hearing this for the first time, just like y'all are. Um, I had a dream. I was marrying a midget in a wheelchair, and at our wedding, he got out of the chair and humped my leg on the dance floor and came all over his pants.
1: Are you sure that wasn't Chris's dream? Because that sounds like something he would dream.
0: I I honestly don't remember. I don't, I don't remember know. writing that. That's why I thought it was yours.
1: No, that is for sure not mine. Wow. Um, yeah, that's a lot to unpack. I,
0: mean, I feel like my dreams are full of a lot of miracles. Like the dead rise again and...
1: Wheelchair bound people walking.
0: Yeah, like that's miracle shit right there. It is.
1: I'm, I'm that's just that's the effect that you have on people.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, mine are uh, a little. Mine are always involving some sort of confrontation. <laughs> so. Um. That.
0: The next one is
1: that. That's yours too.
0: Yeah, that's mine. Okay. Oh, I remember. Okay. So Kristen here told husband Chris about an app on her phone that would get his car out of a parallel parking situation. He's a professional driver, first of all, so he's fully capable of doing that himself. I don't know why he agreed to test out the app. He doesn't need a machine to do it for him, he can do it, but he did. And his car ended up hitting the car, hitting her car and doing a lot of damage to the front of his car and he was big mad. So he drove me out to a campsite and suffocated me with a pillow.
1: <laughs> Why you though? Like, what did you do?
0: Cause you were my friend and he would never have been in that situation if it wasn't for you, I guess. So I'm, I think <laughs> the situation was you guys were all parked on the street. There was some random car in front of him. Your car was behind him and his car was in the middle. Why you didn't just move your car out of the way, I have no idea. Well, I had an app for that. I guess, but I don't know why the hell you didn't use it, but you were telling him, hey, there's this app and I don't know how it works. I don't remember that part of the dream that was like y'all's business. You should have (laughs) app. He downloaded it out of the app store and I guess you just get in your car and you turn the app on and it like takes control of your vehicle and it gets you out of this tight situation that you're in. But the whole time, even in my dream, I was just like, dude, you're a professional driver. You do this for a living. You can get out of this. You don't need some damn app. I yeah. don't even need some damn app. And I can't parallel park. I can't park in a regular spot worth of shit and I could get out of this. Right. Like, what are you doing? I guess he just wanted to try it out. I just think it
1: was an excuse to take you out to the campsite and suffocate you with a pillow.
0: Yeah. But I mean, the disturbing part is like the campsite is the legit campsite that we actually go to in real life. Nice. And we didn't even make it all the way there. He like basically got halfway down the driveway down to the campground and just stopped in the middle of the driveway and was just like, I can't take it anymore. You have to die.
1: Like one of those driveways that we went down while rando nodding the other night.
0: Yeah, kind of. Dude, I'm doing that again because there's something going on at that house.
1: Dude, Ethan's dying to do it again, too. He wants to take his little sister. I'm like, y'all have fun. It was nice knowing you.
0: It is so up her alley. She would love it. But I'm telling you, I am telling you, okay, all y'all listeners, all three of you, if you've never heard of Rando Nodding, go on TikTok, watch some videos, download the app, and do it. There's this fucking weird-ass little one and a half lane, non-paved dirt slash gravel road next to my tiny little neighborhood. And I use it as a cut through sometimes. Well, a lot of times I go down that road at least three times a week. And there's this old house, like this farmhouse. And I've been going past this house for how long have I lived here? Two and a half years. Mm -hmm. Never, ever seen anybody there Any cars there, any lights on, any activity, nothing. So, we turn on the Randonaut app, and it gives us some coordinates. Takes us to this house. Oh, hell no! Oh, hell yes! We pull up (laughs) in the driveway, and Ethan turns the car off, and he's about to get out of the car. And Chris here starts boo-hooing. Take me! Be here. just yeah. flipping out just like that it sounded just like that just in case you want to know
1: and i'm not even denying it i'm not about that okay. luck.
0: so we left and we never found out what the deal was with that house and now all of a sudden there's fucking people there all the time there's cars there's a flurry of activities going on and there's damn lights on in the house write it down it's a cia safe house i know it just like the one in the town where we grew up next town over there's a house there's some weird ass shit going on there it's got way too many floodlights too many security lights Nobody actually lives there.
1: That one, I believe, 100%.
0: It's a CIA safe house. Has to be. Witness protection, some shit. It's some weird government shit going on there.
1: And well, yeah, nobody's going to look in a sleepy southern town that right. nobody can shit about. <laughs>
0: right. And remember that day we were walking and we, like, came upon this guy and that lived in the house across the street and we asked him about it and he was like, I don't know anything about it. Yeah. He was, like, how do
1: you not know anything about your neighbors?
0: Yeah, he's like, I've lived here for 72 years. I don't know who lives across the street. Yeah. Like, come again?
1: That was the same day that we tried to explore the abandoned schoolhouse across the street from him.
0: Yeah, and it was creepy as fuck, too. I bet you anything, if you're in that area and you turn on the random Knot app, it's going to take you right to that schoolhouse. Probably. But creepy i told i told chris he has to do it he doesn't want to do it but i told him he's doing it
1: well you and ethan can go do your random nodding and me and chris can go do our activity and we'll have fun yeah i'm, you know, I'm not talking about fucking him and cooking him bacon but something <laughs> we're not at liberty <laughs> to discuss
0: other activity we've already discussed it
1: have we i don't even know yeah oh yeah in this was it the shit show episode i think so
0: Two times we've discussed it actually.
1: Oh, yeah, that's fun. Yeah,
0: anyways, so keep all of you listeners on that. Let you know if it ever happens. Yeah, oh. I don't be there. I've already been told that I'm not allowed to be there, so no, you get the scoop from someone else.
1: Yeah, there maybe I'll set up a recording device.
0: Oh, god,
1: that'll be fun. Um, anyways, so. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be last. I can probably dig up a few more if I need to, but the last one we have on our list and the most recent one for me, uh, for some reason I was um, renewing our vows. So we were having another wedding in my dad's backyard in the house I grew up in as a teenager, which makes sense. There's four acres back there. The pool wasn't there, but we were all gathered like where the pool would normally be. And it's just a normal wedding and everything is fine. But then like, as the sun goes down, people start to party and like disco lights start happening. And all of a sudden this giant, like black metal goth pterodactyl comes down out of nowhere and like picks a fight with Ethan who then turns into a fucking transformer so that he can fight this goth pterodactyl. (laughs)
0: I knew it. I knew he was a
1: shapeshifter. Yes. Apparently he is. I don't know what he transformed into, but it was big and it was formidable. So then they had like, they ended up with guitars and they had to do like a battle of the bands type of like shred off on their guitar. Like at
0: the
1: end of, uh, like the pick of destiny. Pick a destiny yeah yeah sort of like that and so all this time I'm like you're not gonna believe this shit so I start texting little sister and I'm like by the way where the fuck are you like why aren't you here and she's like I don't know man there's a lot of fucking people and I don't want to be around fucking people and I'm like well it's thinned out a lot because your brother is a fucking transformer now and he's fighting this pterodactyl and she's like oh okay well I guess I'll come over And then by the time she got there, pterodactyl is already gone. And for some reason, it's me, her, you, my mom, and Ethan, and we're all in my dad's pool, which is suddenly there again.
0: Well, I mean, that's not even the weirdest part.
1: No, it's not the weirdest part. But like, what happened to the pterodactyl? Why is he suddenly gone? Why are all my guests gone? Why is the pool back? And why are we just having a midnight pool party?
0: I guess there was a portal in the backyard and we put the pool down to block it, shove the pterodactyl inside it and put the pool over it. I don't know. I
1: have no idea. Um, Little sister always has really, really bizarre dreams. And she usually texts me too. So I'm going to search our messages for the word dream and see what comes up here. Um, okay, there's the detective one about zombie, or not zombie Hitler, but mummy Hitler. Um, I had a dream that she, so her name is Z, Z Z-E-E, and I had a dream that she started her own art studio called A to Z. So. That's
0: so clever.
1: Yeah, there's that. Um... I had a dreamless. Okay, there's the one about Smitty. Okay, here's one. It, this is for me to her. Ethan had a dream that I was an LGBTQ activist fighting for lesbian rights, and I got in a car wreck leaving a rally at a college.
0: Okay, hang on, hang on. When we did the first episode with Courtney Davenport, yeah, we were researching, I remember when we were, reaching out to people that had the same name as us. Mm -hmm. That was one of the people you found. You said that there's a Chris Wells that is an LGBTQ activist. I didn't
1: even think about that.
0: What's the date
1: on that? Uh, This is November 29th, 2019.
0: When did we do that episode?
1: I don't know. You're going to have to do some research while you do that.
0: Yeah, because I bet we were talking about that, and that's probably why you had a dream about it. Probably. Probably. Instead of it being this other person, it was you. Well,
1: no, that was Ethan had that dream, not me.
0: Oh, oh. Hmm.
1: Yeah. So that's some X file shit right there. Let's uh, see. She had a dream that Bernie Sanders died, and she woke up very sad. Uh, see, I told her Ethan keeps having this recurring dream that he's in a contest to the death to find out which moth is going to be his bridesmaid. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, M-O-T-H moth, like ugly butterfly.
0: <laughs>
1: okay. I don't know what the hell that means. Um let's see. Da-da-da, that's dream theater. That's uh let me tell you about the dream I had last night that proves that I can't have or don't want kids. Dad went batshit and killed mom, so he went to the loony bin. And my brother OD'd because he was sad, and his wife went to Florida with her mom and gave up the kids. So the fucking government made me take them as the next of kin, and I went nuts, got in the bathtub with the girls, and threw in a toaster for good measure.
0: Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> that was all.
1: Yeah, that's a lot to unpack. It's probably a good idea to just burn the suitcase.
0: Whose kids did you end up with?
1: My nieces.
0: Oh. And oh. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's how that would happen if all those people were gone. Yeah, they probably would end up with you.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Um, that one's like really sad and real because Death is the family or
0: whatever. Um I'm determined to find out. Okay. Double Trouble was the name of the episode and yeah. it was October twenty
1: fifth, twenty nineteen. This was November, so it was a little bit later. But like I said, it wasn't me that dreamed it, it was Ethan. So
0: I mean, I'm sure you in your research, you probably told Ethan what you found, right?
1: No, he doesn't give a shit about this podcast. I don't like I hardly ever mention this to him. He doesn't listen. He doesn't give a shit. Like
0: same. My husband is the same. He's like, yeah. He listens um, to 8,000 podcasts, but not ours.
1: Right. Because apparently we're not cool. Uh, let's see.
0: we bros so.
1: Here's one of hers. She had a dream that she was doing seances with Tobias Forge, who's the lead singer of Ghost. Like, it was her, Ethan, and a few of her other friends. They went to, like, some gas station that was also his place to sell stuff for rituals. And we went on the regular to do a seance in his living room and we all wore robes. So that was cool. A
0: seance to talk to who?
1: Just a seance. Just for whoever answers.
0: Oh wait, I thought it was, I thought you said something about ghost
1: with Tobias Forge. Who's oh, the yeah. lead singer of ghost.
0: Not to talk to that person. Okay. Right. So conjure up whoever. Right. It's like Uh, cat roulette for the dead.
1: Um, let's see. Oh, so there was this (laughs) at an antique store that we, the same antique store that had the fucking legs.
0: Stupid fucking legs.
1: Yeah, the same place that has the gefilte fish plate. Mm -hmm. It also had this bowl with these little like shrimp on the side of it just like chilling little shrimps and i was like let's get ethan the shrimp bowl for his birthday and i've got a text here to her that says also don't get ethan a shrimp bowl we talked about it last night and he was like no shrimp bowls are stupid and it was ugly he said he told me it was ugly in his dream and made me cry (laughs) so fuck him
0: shrimp bowl do you mean like shrimp cocktail
1: No, it was a bowl, like a big bowl that had shrimp on the side of it. Just
0: a shrimp bowl. Okay.
1: Yeah. So let's see.
0: That's an appropriate birthday present for him.
1: Right. (laughs) Uh,
0: The shrimp bowl or the gefilte fish plate?
1: He would probably rather have the gefilte fish plate. Same. Let's see. That's not really a dream. Okay, I had a brutal dream. So this is from her. Me, Mom, and Mila. we went to this movie theater, and a ton of other people were there. It was super fancy. Everyone was in ball gowns. So was I, and for some reason I was wearing a trash bag over it, too. I guess not to get it dirty. We get there, and I didn't feel like going in. So Mom's like, well, you can just stay in the car if you want. It was actually granny's old truck for some reason. Anyways, I was laying in the back and I kept getting scared because I was like, what if people try to break into the truck? So I debated going into the theater a ton of times, but I thought I was fine. Then I get a news report that people are breaking into people's cars at that very theater. So I was like, oh my God. So I hissed as best as, oh, so I hid as best as I could and I was texting mom and she kept telling me what to do, but I ignored it all finally people came to the truck so I pretended to be dead and the one guy believed it and he was feeling around on me to see if I had anything on me and he had a steak knife and he like took the top half of my dress off and was going to cut into my fucking boob so I started to panic about it so I couldn't take it anymore and I sh- I shot up like upwards I somehow got the knife away from him and swung it around and I cut his throat but not much finally I was able to hit it hit his head to stun him And I jabbed the knife in his throat and sliced through the rest of his neck. Then my friend saw me and started running to me. But all I had to do was the same thing, really. He didn't try to fight back much. I just swung around and sliced his neck. So, yeah.
0: (laughs) So, yeah. Okay, so there's a lot of things wrong here. (laughs) Yeah. But, like, if you hear that people are breaking into vehicles in a parking lot that you're hanging out in... Why wouldn't you get inside the truck instead of laying in the bed of the truck? Just I don't know. out of curiosity.
1: I Dreams you can't really, you know, rationalize. Um, let's see. Okay. Here's one. I think I had a dream about stealing her boyfriend, but I'm not 100% sure. I know the guy was charming and cute and that he was a close friend's boyfriend and during conversations he would just like randomly kiss me like it was no big deal. Like not even a peck, but a romantic kiss. We were in a cafeteria. Everyone that I've ever met was in this cafeteria. And the person across the table from me was like, What the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, I don't man, I don't know, man, it's just happening. And me and this guy were in a car talking, and that was the first kiss. But then after a fight with his girlfriend, I promised I wouldn't do it again. But guess what? We were there in an abandoned school bus in the woods, and we did sexy things. Then his face opened up and tried to eat me, and I'm like, whoa, bud, not cool. (laughs) And he was like, that was just a test to see if you really like me, and we can get married now. And whoever his girlfriend was said, like, well, I mean, you passed the test. I guess it's meant to be or whatever. His face never tried to eat me during sex, so.
0: He doesn't know it, but she just joined a cult.
1: (laughs) Basically. It's like, I don't know. I kind of wanted to get back to the dream when I woke up because he was cute. (laughs) I mean, I distinctly remember candles, but I don't know where or why.
0: I, I'm still trying to get over the abandoned school bus in the middle of the forest. I, I could think of a lot of other nice places to have sex. It's probably not one of them. Yeah, kind of sad, um, a little scary.
1: I mean, that's the romantic part. Let's see. I had a dream about an outfit. um, Okay, do you do this too? Do you dream about what outfit you're going to wear the next day? No, because you wear scrubs. Just kidding. So I will seriously like go to bed thinking about what I'm going to wear the next day and I will have dreams about outfits. So
0: I get to wear PJs to work every day.
1: Basically, I so I had a dream about an outfit and I put that outfit on the next morning and it looked ridiculous like a toddler had dressed me. So, yeah. Oh, uh,
0: you told me to remind you something about Kroger's and what. Oh,
1: <laughs> yes. So, we'll end on that. So, there we could do this all day with Mansy's dream conversations because that's what we discuss. But, um, <laughs> so I always use the self checkout at Kroger, and they always say the same things like you hear. I always buy bananas to go to my lunch. And so when you check them out, you have to weigh them. So it'll say weigh your bananas like in a certain way. Well, as I had finished the thing and as we were leaving and it doesn't even say it anymore. And I don't think Kroger's even says it. I think it's Walmart's, but I didn't realize it until after I had walked out that I had super awkwardly like stared at this poor teenage employee in the soul And just, like, looked at him and goes, cash is dispensed below the scanner and just walked off.
0: Wait, what? (laughs) I
1: I guess I was just, like, on autocomplete for what the thing says. (laughs) And I just, like, stared him deep into his soul, made complete eye contact, and just went, cash is dispensed below the scanner. And left. He's like, thanks. I know. I work here. <laughs> I know, right? And Ethan was like, why did you tell this guy that cash is dispensed <laughs> below the scanner? Which I don't even think it even, it might be a Walmart thing, and I don't even think it says that anymore.
0: I don't know which one it is, but one of them does. Yeah. And I can hear the exact voice. And you yes. say it just like she does.
1: Exactly. Cash is dispensed oh. below the
0: yeah. scanner.
1: <laughs> so yeah. Next time you go to Kroger, be sure to uh yeah, be sure to end your shopping conversation that way. Um another thing that you should be sure to do is go to Audible Trials or Trial with no S, Audibletrial.com slash remember that one time and sign up for your free 30-day audible membership so that you can listen to some badass uh, audiobooks while you're doing your road trip or whatever it is you're doing.
0: Yes. And also, we do have another sponsor. Um, we have Perfectly Polished Paragraphs. Yes. Check them out at perfectlypolishedparagraphs.com. Email them at info at com. Um, they are a proofreading company. They'll proofread your shit, make sure you don't look like complete ass. Um, we have a promo code and it is PP20. So you can add that into your little contact form on the website or your email and it'll get you 10% off.
1: Yes. PP20 at perfectly polished paragraphs. Yes. And again, audibletrial.com slash remember that one time. Don't just like go to Audible and sign up. I mean, I mean, Sign up, but do it through our link so that you're supporting our podcast because we know you want to because you love us.
0: Exactly. And you can also find that link um, at our website, ourtotshow.com. You can't miss it. There's a banner right there on the front page, on the home page yep. upper left corner. There's a little right up there right banner and it says audible trial. So yes, literally just click that button and it takes you right to it. So you don't have to type it all out.
1: Yep, there is also merch on that website, so you can get t-shirts, socks, beach towels, totes, anything that you could possibly need or want. You want one of these banners with a penis on it? We can hook you up.
0: Yeah. Easy peasy. I feel like.
1: Yeah. and
0: um, We have totes. We have pillows. We have iPhone covers, stickers.
1: Oh, about the iPhone. Um, now we finally can do iPhone 11 and up. They just recently released those and I haven't got them like made yet, but they're now offering customized face masks. So that's an option. Um, if you're one of the billion of people that loves our cups that we have, you can check out the vinyl sloth and they can hook you up with pretty much any kind of cup that you may need or want. Um, We're going to work on linking them somewhere as well pretty soon, but definitely check out the vinyl sloth for cups.
0: Yeah. You can, um, for right now, you can find their link on the shout outs page on our website. uh, Yes. They'll take you, to where you can contact them and order stuff. And look, well, you can't really see it because yours is black, but their logo is on the bottom of all of their cups, which is kind of cool. I wish I had mine, but it's actually in the dishwasher for once. Yeah, that's the logo. It's cute. It is
1: super cute. The vinyl sloth is adorable. Shout out to
0: them. We got these cups, what, six, seven weeks ago?
1: Yeah, it's been a while.
0: I got a lot of cups. I got a lot of fucking tumblers. I'm like that basic bitch that has eight thousand yetis. Yeah. Ever since I got this cup, I have only drank out of this cup.
1: This, this is more. definitely my go to cup.
0: Yeah, it is the cup. It yeah. is been, I mean, I hate to say it, I probably should run it through the dishwasher more often, but yeah, same. really just putting water in it. So, it's not that bad, but... I
1: swish it out and put whatever yeah, I is next.
0: just rinse it out and go again. Like, I do yep. water with a little bit of strike force in it in the morning. Yeah. So, you know, which is basically just water. So, I feel like it doesn't really need to go through the dishwasher. Because if I put it through the dishwasher, then I can't use it that day. It's in the dishwasher. Tragic. Yeah. So... I just keep using it over and over, and everybody at work is like, you used to change up all your cups, and now you just do this one cup over and over and over again, and I'm like, yeah, because it's an awesome cup, and it's massive. It's like 30 ounces.
1: Yeah, it holds like half of my little thing of juice that I get from the store. It will hold like all half of it.
0: Yeah, and fun story, if you're a drinker, it holds an entire tall boy nice because apparently the i guess this is well this is 24 ounces so
1: it holds that and has some room
0: yeah exactly so you can put your tall boy in there and then you can put a little on the top yes put a couple of shots extra in it because they don't make it strong enough
1: true story mm-hmm. um
0: so next time we are talking about um uh, uh, written down somewhere i just can't tell you right now off the top yeah of my head i are
1: i already closed out of trello let's see boobs booty and botox is what we have listed
0: yes that's so it. that's
1: it that will be fun i can rant about my stupid fucking eyebrows because i had a fucking meltdown the other day yeah we'll go over that yeah, next week
0: that show Um, But yeah, it's a, we'll be talking about all kinds of stuff. How far are you willing to go in the name of beauty? Are you willing to go under the knife? Are you, you know, a little nip, a little tuck, a little Botox here and there? You know, we'll be diving diving into all of that. Well, and
1: next time. Well, until then. Remember to say yes to adventures because they become stories. And in the end, that is all we are. Cheers.
0: This concludes our broadcast day. Good night and God bless America.